We're talking about podcast. We're talking about hitty bitty podcast. Podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. <laughs> I'm Carter. I'm Doge. And I'm Jordan. I do love how I don't even try and intentionally do that. <laughs> but we mute me so that we can get those harmonies and not yeah, yeah. throw off our timing. And they usually catch a little bit of a, uh, like right at the end. <laughs> yeah, it do happen. Uh, it do happen most time. Most time. Something else that do happen. I want to jump straight in. We don't normally do this. I promise it's not like a money grab type thing. Our Discord channel, I have found myself wanting more people there to yes. experience something that I love. To experience the ones a we have that are honestly just like they're phenomenal. Let's get some ten out of ten. Let's bring up that group average. Let's get some tens. There's a few, uh, that even are. some nines, even some nine. Yeah, nine would be one. great. They call it a nine. <laughs> a nine. We want to have <laughs> more people over there because we are about to start box office ball season three, among many five, yeah. things. Huh? Finally. Oh, I thought you said five. I was like, did I miss a lot? <laughs> yeah, uh, we did two seasons, and it is getting. It is getting quite a few changes. And so we're going to spend a little bit of time post-ad break. If you're interested in Box Office Ball Season 3, running through some of the newness of that. Now, if you want the details and to join Box Office Ball for Season 3, it starts August 1st. So this episode releases the 25th. You have the rest of this week to jump in there and get into this league. We can have an infinite amount of people with the new setup. And so the more, the merrier. But- Infinite, you say? Infinite. You could just keep going. Infinite? It really doesn't matter. It wow. really doesn't matter. Uh, I want to talk Comic-Con. That's a huge deal uh, for us individually and obviously just for this podcast. Outside of all of the fun comic book news, the toys, the video games, there's lots of movie news. And what's so fun, though, it felt like for a long time when I was younger, Comic-Con was more about video games doesn't it feel like that? Are you thinking about E3? You thinking about E3? Is that E3? I remember E3. E3. There hasn't been an Which E3 was on G4. Right? Was it G- yeah. E3 yeah, on G4? They used to cover it on G4 all the time. Uh-huh. Okay. Comic-Con has few... historically been movies. Comics and movies, yeah. It's just pop yeah. culture in general. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Popular culture. Uh, so I had a few things that I wanted to talk about specifically for the podcast. Sure. Y'all boys feel free to chime in. That feels uh, all of our flavor, but maybe specifically more of y'all. The first thing I wanted to say, I think it's one of the biggest announcements. Don't let it get lost in the pile of all the other stuff. It seems like, and I read this, that there is no more Snyderverse. It's on the verge of official that the Snyderverse is over. Did you see uh, this week it came out that they discovered that uh, an overwhelming majority of the accounts clamoring for release the Snyder Cut were bot accounts, fake accounts? I read that, that I read that they there was about twenty five percent of those accounts that they could not ascertain if they were bots or people. Oh, okay, so seventy five percent of the people saying that were legitimate, flesh and blood, real Westworld vibes. There, yeah, like, I don't it's, know. it's surprising. I found it very believable that yeah. uh, no real people actually wanted that. The Snyder cut's not built for you. Yeah, <laughs> I only yeah. know like one person in real life that was excited about it. So yeah, yeah. So that's were great. they excited I'm, about it though? I'm fine. How long do you think it would take before they gave that another shot? Before Warner Brothers was like, hey, let's build a Justice League again? I think try. that's what they're, I think Two more what they're doing. I think, I think they're, they're using the Flash to reset everything. And then the Leslie Grace Batgirl is going to be the, the first movie in their new universe. Is it weird that they're still moving forward with this Flash project after how much of a, a incredibly strange. Miller There's has become? Incredibly strange. Yeah. 
There's just so much weird. They're also still moving forward. Sony too. I, I know we're going to change subjects a little bit, but like I'm seeing all this stuff about like Madame Web. Like there's, there's still people on <laughs> that, the other side yeah. of the fence that are like, well, let's try. Morbius yeah. did really bad in theaters and yeah. that's good. Especially the second time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you know what's so funny Very though? Bad. Sony, Sony themselves are responsible for the best Spider-Man content of the last 20 years with the Spider-Man PS4 game and the follow-up Miles Morales, which is like some of the strongest Spider-Man we've gotten since. And they're also into the Spider-Verse, right? So yeah, it's it's just so funny how they can be the, the disconnect there of like, it's the teams, right? Yeah, it has to be because you're giving us some of the best Spider-Man content ever, as well as some of the worst Spider-Verse Marvel verse content ever at the same time. Yeah, Really bad. Speaking of the Marvel verse, uh, I thought this was really interesting. So they're making real life infinity stones, not real life meaning. It's funny, that's how the descriptor was. <laughs> but it's like, you could kill half of the world if you wanted. Yeah, it only cost you, you 25 million. But it's $25 million, like these precious gemstones that if you wanted, you, you could spend the 25 million and actually get all the so infinity stupid. stones. That is so stupid, but that is so very much like the capital in Hunger Games. This is yeah, when you yeah, realize you have a franchise. This is when you realize like, yeah. hey, so I know that if we can get 10 people, and I bet 10 people buy this <laughs> set, that's that's a quarter of a billion dollars that people are just yeah. willing to spend. That's a, that's a movie. You think 10 people are going to spend 25 mil on Infinity Stones? Yes. Really? Yes. I feel like the MCU fandom is all over the place. Yeah. There's I just plenty assumed of people that have that kind of money. Publicity stunt that nobody was actually yeah. going to do it. It's just I mean, it's both. Talking. Yeah, it's sure, both. It's sure. fun that it's there. Yeah, but I bet we hear about that person that buys it. I could see one. Um, Disney had a ton of announcements. Obviously, they MCU counts as Disney announcements. Sure. How do you feel about National Treasure, Edge of History? Um, uh, I'm hearing about this right now for the first time, actually. So they're doing oh, a really? show. Uh, is it Berthal? Yeah. Berthal? No. Mm-hmm. Who's 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 our guy that was in Gili? Justin Bartha. Bartha. So mm-hmm. Bartha is back with Bartha's his character. Back, baby. Catherine Zeta Jones is in this show. It's it's and then after yeah. that, it's a bunch of names that we don't know as well. C-C-J. No word on if Nick Cage is going to be back. I mean, it's surprising that he's not right. With just yeah. I finally saw massive talent. Everything. Very good. Oh, yeah, obviously worth a watch. So fun. Very good. Okay. So fun. But National Treasure is back. This I the reason I wanted to bring this up too is. This has always been the MO for Disney. Even before streaming services, nothing really dies. It's so hard to find a one-off success that Disney has had. Um, Now, if it dies, it's because it's like, hey, this is not appropriate anymore. (laughs) Like literally not good for our culture. We need to kill it because we can't do this anymore. But it's just so funny to see those things keep popping up. I'll probably dip in for episode one. Of national treasure, I think it's history. fun. I'll check it I out. Think see it's what fun. it's about. And it was worth mentioning since we've done that that movie for the podcast before. If you want to listen to that, go on back to national treasure. We'll choose. We will always choose you over the Declaration of Independence, Chunky. <laughs> yeah, I promise that's you that. Very true. I promise you that. D and D, honor among thieves. Have you seen yeah. any of those? Tra- any of those like trailer teasers? looks? T- trailer looks a little James Gunny. It looks like they were like, we yeah. can do Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks James and Gunny, it, and it looks kind of cheap. Yeah, it looks cheap. It kind of works for me. They're, I think they're leaning comedy. Yeah, they're trying to do a bit of the '80s show, aren't they? I don't know that it's '80s show so much as like everything I've read about it is like we want this to feel like a 
like a game that you would play of an actual adventuring party that That's you fun. and your friends might like have where it's like fun. none of you is a really like you're not RPing like a very good person. Yeah. You just kind of happen to save the world and accidentally help somebody super <laughs> evil and now you have to undo it. Like uh, yeah. it I'm, looks super fun. It does I'm look really fun. It. And amidst the names of like Chris Pine, Hugh Grant, Sophia Lewis, <laughs> like for me, seeing that Michelle Rodriguez is yep. in this, and I'm pretty sure she's playing the barbarian character. Yeah, I think dude, she is. Yeah. It's just like you thought that she has been in her element in her career. This is it, though. This, this is, is it, the one. Yeah. yeah. This is the element. I think they. I think they had me at the owl bear. The owl bear in the trailer looks fantastic. It does look fantastic. And there's such an interesting thing that even with the density of how much like fantasy, sci-fi, superhero stuff there is in the world, for yeah. something to jump in and look like it's not necessarily taking itself super seriously yep. is yes. a breath of fresh air. And so I do think that's going to be really fun. And well, and for it to be visually distinct. Yep. Like you get in and it does not look like we're trying to be Lord of the Rings or The Witcher. Like it looks like d and I bet yeah. it's a six, but I bet it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Right. That's my guess. Agreed. Yeah. If, if, if it's a movie that I want to watch with the two of you, it's a vibe, right? Like yeah, there's 100%. like a… There's a handful that fall in that collection, but I think it's going to yeah. hit the same way like Sonic did, where it's like this is not yeah. a great movie, but it's Sonic, and that's so far cool. from necessary. Yeah, but right. who cares? Yeah. Right. I love that. Was there anything else with uh, Comic Con news that stood out to you, boys? Yes. Tell uh, me. I believe it was attached to Comic Con. The trailer I saw mentioned Comic Con, so I don't know. But John Wick Four got its first teaser. Ooh, I saw the image. I didn't see the teaser. Yeah, I watched the teaser this morning. Cool. It's only about a minute long. But uh, any John Wick is good John Wick. I'm convinced right. of it. It's so when the crazy. first John Wick came out, I was like, dang, that was awesome. And then when the trailer for the second one dropped, I was like, man, I hope they keep… They, it's just… it's it. The worst thing John Wick has done is a lateral move. It's been just as good as the last one, if not better. Yeah. It's yeah. so impressive. So I It think almost feels like be amazing. it's doing infinitely better what the Bourne series tried to do. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have not even I have not seen a full installment of that entire series. I haven't even seen all of the first one. Isn't that wild? Whoa! It happens so good. I know. Whoa! Hey, we have to do this on the show then. Let's do this on the pod. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've we've been flirting with a Keanu series for I think literally years. When the podcast has been around long enough, you do get to (laughs) say like, "Oh, that was years ago." Yeah. I mean, we're like we're like we're. Five years away from saying that was a decade ago. That's mm-hmm. the most Carter thing to say in the world. Chelsea Five makes fun of me so much for that. Years away. <laughs> like when it was leading up to our wedding, I would be like, Ben, it's our last Monday of not being married. She's like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? I'm just trying to soak up every, <laughs> every single moment. I just like, realized, got, Carter, yeah. that you are Leslie Nope. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I just Maybe realized I right so. now in this moment that you're Leslie Nope. Yeah. Yeah, I think I also look at time different. I was saying like my <laughs> career right now almost has a license, like a driver's license. Hmm. So I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> my my career's brain is growing. Pretty Anyways. soon my career's going to be able to watch a rated R movie with the presence of a parental guardian. That's crazy. <laughs> Maybe. I can't believe it. Not many people get to a point where their career can rent a car, but mm. could happen. Yeah. Could happen. Um, MCU probably had its biggest collection of animated stuff. And that was Biggest pretty exciting. collection of little announcements, I think. Tiny little babies. Little, yeah. little tiny it's ones. because they have nothing planned. <laughs> okay, this is editing Doge here. This is not podcasting Doge. I'm recording this part a couple of days after we recorded this episode. And in that time, 
uh, Marvel pulled a little bit of a fast one on us and they announced a whole bunch of stuff after we'd already finished recording this episode. That's probably pretty clear to you if you listen to the rest of this conversation, but just wanted to go ahead and throw that out there. Do y'all, did y'all realize the Wakanda Forever movie is this year? Yeah, it's September. No, I did not. September? No, it's November. It's oh, November. Yeah. yeah. It's November and we have zero trailer for that. Nothing. The last time I think we felt like that was uh, No Way Home, but that made Spider-Man. more sense because they had some stuff to... The Love and Thunder trailer actually holds the MCU record for shortest distance between first trailer premiere and movie premiere. You know why it doesn't really? feel like that? Because the MCU has never stopped. Yeah. It is all of the things all the time. That's, yeah, that's absolutely wild. Um, I think I, MCU is saving their big boy stuff for the Disney yeah. the Disney Plus day. The, yep. Whatever Gosh, that is. I hope so. Like because in, I'm, in I'm, November. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm starting to get pretty nervous. About the MCU, really? just yeah, I, I've I've I had a big old come to grips with like, hey, maybe the Infinity Saga is the good one, and maybe now it's just like, eh, okay, it kind of lost me after that. Maybe yeah. there is there's heavy rumors of a a new very significant big bad being introduced in Wakanda Forever, which is great. Cool, they did Might that in too Loki late. too, and we haven't yeah. seen or heard anything from them since. So yeah, you know, it yeah. sounds great, but prove it. Yeah, we'll see. And the MCU is. I mean, no pun intended, like it's, it kind of throws time off a little bit, like in how we look at movie series, because we do get entire collections and it's their fault. They're calling it phases, right? There's not, there's never been, I, from what I can remember, any other movie franchise that calls things phases. And so it's one thing to be like, compare Nope to Get Out, because it's three things that Jordan Peele's done. It's another thing to be like, well, this, this 15 feels different. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. This, it's, this it's, group of 10 movies is different than the last group yeah. of 10 movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, another thing that Discord for you on that $5 tier affords you is the opportunity to do things like to put our chunky stamp on, just kind of making our call as to, uh, as a community, what we think uh, maybe someone's going to be casted as, a movie that we think will come out. I had fun with this, and I think we yeah. should do this again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I but I want to read to you guys. I'm going to reveal to you who gets the chunky stamp of approval. Yeah. I don't know. For our new, I don't know the winners. I haven't for our, either. For our new X-Men. <clears throat> and so, spoiler really quick, I'm going to give you a little bit of chance to go get some coffee or something, keep it running, turn it down a little bit. Maybe just kind of put that volume down, scrub forward about a minute on your app when you're driving. What if I tried to knock out every scenario? That would take like 15 yeah. minutes. If you poop in, but your phone's on the other Poop-ing side of the bathroom. Okay. Kick it, you know, figure it, out. Kick I give it away. I give it, you've got enough time. Um, at the end <laughs> of Miss Marvel, massive, not even a tease. I don't even think we call that a tease. It was a firmly, hey, we're, we're going to go into the mutant world now. Here come, here yeah. come the X-Men. Yeah. We get that... 1997 drop, uh, that fun little riff from from the cartoon show. And so we decided to cast uh, our top X-Men here. Now, there's one X-Man that was already cast because we were unanimous. So let us not forget. Do you want to let them know which one that was? It is uh, Cyclops. Joe Keery. Cyclops. That one's locked and loaded. That one's just happening. It's just done, you know? It's just done. Uh, But here's the rest. We start with Wolverine. 64% 64% of the vote for, for Wolverine went to Taryn Egerton. Sure. Um, not surprised. 30, I mean, 35% for Jared Kiso, which I think is fun because he feels a little niche. I honestly think that people who don't get amped about Jared Kiso just haven't watched Letterkenny. I really, I think if you've watched Letterkenny, you will see you what it. I'm talking about, that he completely has it in the bag and would be perfect. Yeah. But yeah. Taryn Egerton would obviously crush yeah. that role. So that's fine. Yep. We had uh, four, even though there's three hosts, a handful of these have four options because 
some people got to use the multiverse and go back and yeah. just make several recommendations. 47% equals a win in this situation. Our Professor X for the chunkdom is Mark Strong. I think that's great. Cool. Second place was Sterling K. Brown at 29%. And then just under that at 23% was Denzel Washington. And in the shadow of his father with nothing was John Davis yeah. sitting down there. <laughs> so Mark Strong as our Professor X. Now let's start to put these images together, right? Had the, like all these things are like yeah. popping up. Yep. Yeah. Who we have. Hey, Here's our Professor X. Taron Egerton, Egerton walks in. Taron Egerton, I'm watching Blackbird right now. Yeah. That man is chiseled like a superhero this moment. Like, oh, great. His, okay. his several scenes of him like working out in prison and his body legitimately looks like it came off of a comic book page. It's pretty insane. Yeah. Phenomenal. I Phenomenal. definitely identify with that. There is, you know what's <laughs> funny too is like, I think there's been a couple times to where things haven't been announced yet, but people are getting ripped. You're like, wait, yeah. why are you doing that? What are you, what are you getting ripped for? <laughs> wait, hang on. Yeah. Sometimes the Chris, sometimes Chris the Pratt, goes, why aren't you, know, you chubby anymore? Yeah, yeah right. Like, wow. Seems like a matter of time. TBH. You don't yeah. look yeah. like Terrence Dwyer anymore. Your, your name doesn't match yeah. your body. Yeah, you're um, Andrew now. <laughs> our Magneto with 52% of the vote was Jason Isaacs. So that's pretty Ooh. exciting. A Mark Strong opposite Jason Isaacs makes sense to me. I'm, I'm totally down for that. Giancarlo Esposito was second place there with 29%. Man, I do uh, love Giancarlo. Daniel Craig at 17%, which I think that was fun too. And then very, the chunkdom said, you're a wizard, Harry, and you'll stay that way. 0% for Daniel Radcliffe. You know what's difficult about casting a modern day Magneto is that his backstory- He's a Holocaust survivor. Yeah, his backstory is yeah. really, really, really important. Yeah. So I yeah. think you would have to do some sort of like time travel funkiness- because I, I think he has to be a Holocaust survivor to really understand his psyche and like why he does the things yeah. that he does. Yep. yep. And I don't know how much it's stepping on toes, but it needs to be some kind of, if it's not Holocaust survivor, it needs to be overcoming some great persecution. Like I think yeah. we could have it be all sorts of things, but yeah, it definitely makes most sense to go canon in sure. that. In that yeah. way, uh, Gene I'm not Gray. trying to. I'm not trying to undo things we've already done. And I don't want to throw a wrench into it already. But I did the second we wrapped recording that episode. I did think about Charlton Copley and how fun he would be as Magneto. Mm. What is he from? District Nine. Uh, District Nine. Oh, he's in that yeah. new movie. I saw that trailer with he's in, Idris Elba. Uh, Beast. Beast. Yeah. Which it took me a minute to recognize him. Yeah. Idris is pretty busy right now. He is. Idris is a busy boy. Don't about everything. Yeah. Our Gene Gray. Uh, for those of us across the pond, it'd be Jean, Jean Grey. Jean, Jean Grey. But our Jean Grey Jean at 58% makes a lot of sense. Uh, Jordan, I think this was your recommendation. No, I think it was Doge. Who said Shursa? I did. Jordan, Jordan. very good. Uh, massive. Yeah. This was one of the biggest gaps here, and it made sense. Everyone got votes. 29% was Anya Taylor, or Anya Taylor Joy, and then Hunter Schaefer. At uh, 11%. Sersha is beginning to feel inevitable in the MCU to me as well. Yeah. She's yeah. right in that age range that they want to they wanna gobble up. So yeah, I yeah. think her more than Timmy. And it yeah, feels I like agree. it feels like Denis has Timmy locked down. Yeah, dude. Uh and we'll we'll do a little bit of announcement on, on Dune 2 has started filming. And so I've got uh, some exciting news yeah. on on who we're adding to the mix there. That that literally that's like it's like Denis knows us and listens to this podcast, mm -hmm. the people that he's casting in this series. Mm -hmm. So I think he listens. We've talked about this. I think he listens. Yeah. Shursa. For Jean Grey, Storm. I don't think I, I don't think you've ever said her name right. Yeah. Ever one time, Sir Sha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Zoe Kravitz for Storm at 41%. Cool. Regina King at 29%. 23% Kiki Palmer. There's a lot of good options for Storm out yeah. there. Kiki Palmer. We'll talk about her tomorrow. Yeah, we'll uh, talk about her tomorrow. And then Amandia. Amandla. Amandla. Boy, that boy, her name unfortunately looks like a mistype. Amandla yeah. Stenberg. Uh, 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 Amanda was just cast in The Acolyte as the lead in the new Star Wars show, The Acolyte. Oh. That's like the Old Republic show. Okay. Yeah. It's never bad to do something for Disney. Um, Nightcrawler, 76%. Whoa. Old Joey Quinn. Sure. Cool. And then Saoirse Ronan was in second place. Yes. Asa Butterfield got one. There's something about seeing 5.88% by the name Asa Butterfield, that makes sense. It just feels like it fits. It's like, it's almost like if you just came up short, you Butterfielded. Um, <laughs> who should play Beast? I actually love this, and this was Doge. Doge, were you Dev Patel? I sure was. It makes so much sense, dude. 47% Dev is our Beast. That voice is yeah. perfection. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Powerful. Yeah. And Beast doesn't necessarily, in his human form, have to be super big. doesn't have to be big. Yeah. Right, he gets to be a Bruce Banner-like character. Yeah, I think right. when I suggested Skarsgård, I was picturing it as some sort of like almost practical effect for Beast. Same. <laughs> to let him yeah. be huge. Because I, I, nah, that's literally a carbon copy because we both Skarsgårded there. Yep. Skarsgård, your hearts. Mm. They didn't make it. Uh, our Iceman, another kind of ran away with it, was my recommendation of Austin Butler at mm. 64% for Iceman. Cool. Austin Butler in Dune 2 along with... The addition of Florence Pugh. Really? Um, I didn't know he was in it. Mm-hmm. He's playing uh, Ratha, like the, 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 the warrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is great. Cool. Very good. Yeah. Someone's got to, like, Austin Butler is on that heat right now in Hollywood that if you're going to put him in a franchise, you need to move quick. Yeah. Because you're not going to have time to have, we, we read all the time snatched. these trivias from everything all of the MCU stuff, even things like Lord of the Rings to where it's like blank couldn't do it because they were working on blank. Yeah. And most of the time, that's yep. not the, not usually the, the choice not to jump in on that heat is, from, is not good. From what yeah. I have read about him, Denis is one of the Hollywood names that if he calls you, just say, tell me where to go. Yeah. yeah. Tell me what time. Yeah, I think there. a lot of people like to work with him too. Him and Nolan. Yeah. And, and He's in the sports world, what we would call a player's coach. Yeah, big yeah. time. That's why Jake loves him so much. That's what they talk about a lot. But yeah, yeah. I saw. I was. I was watching something about Dune two, just sort of discussing it recently. And I saw, um, it's a a guy on TikTok that does movie stuff that I really really love. He's brilliant. But he was just talking about how Dune two has the potential to be the two towers of the Dune series, which is I think it so. is better than one, but retroactively yeah. makes one even better because now that you've yeah. seen what it was building to, you yeah. can look at all the blocks and go, oh my gosh, it's brilliant. Yep. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's such good two chunks energy today. Like, breathe in that clean air to know, A, Snyderverse is dead. B, <laughs> Dune Universe is alive the and well. Guys, baby. The Duneverse is great. We were so nervous, y'all. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm oh, feeling yeah. the anxiety of remembering how anxious we were. But it, they're in. If they're doing two, they can keep going. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so exciting. Our gambit was the closest vote. There wasn't anyone with less than 23% of the vote out of three, three representations here. And we had one vote difference with the winner being uh, my uh, shot at Miles Teller. Sure, so cool. Teller, Miles Teller as gambit. Matt McGonaghy cool. was second place there because it just, it does, 
People want it. I'm telling you, man, he just, even if he doesn't get cast as Gambit, he's Gambit. (laughs) Yeah, I think where I'm at is I would love us to save Miles Teller for a future Fantastic Four movie, maybe a future Foundation movie. You know, that movie wasn't the end. It wasn't that bad. I would love to bring him back as that Reed Richards for yeah. our, count, our multiversal council of Reeds. We can have our new Reed for the MCU. We can have Krasinski. We can have uh, Ion Grafode, whatever his name is from the, the old Fantastic Fours and Miles Teller and have our multiversal council of Reeds. That's amazing. That'd be so fun. I'm in 100% on that. Our X-Men, here it is in its entirety. Taron Egerton as Wolverine. Mark Strong as Professor X, Jason Isaacs as Magneto, Sersha Ronan there you go. as Jean there Grey, Zoe Kravitz as Storm. Can you imagine Sersha and Zoe sharing a screen? Yeah. Same. Powerful. Every day. Joey Quinn, Joseph Quinn as Nightcrawler. Joseph Quinn is one of those people that you meet one day and you want to start calling them by a nickname. Yep. Yeah. That's Joey, Q. Joey Q. Joey Q. Joey Q. What's up, JQ? As Nightcrawler. <laughs> Dev Patel as Beast. Austin Butler as Iceman, Miles Teller as Gambit. When you say them all together like that. Did we yeah. hit Joe Curious Cyclops? Did you skip that one because it was already a shoe in? Sorry, Joe Curious Cyclops, which now, only makes all that stuff better. Now, I'll tell you this. Dev Patel as Beast is beginning to feel like an inspired choice to me the more that I'm sitting Thank you in very reflection. Much. I think that's my favorite Thank you very because much. it was, it simultaneously felt out of nowhere and just right. Just so much good. like these ads. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back from the ads. I want to spend about two or three minutes because I want to have several avenues, those that are already in our Discord for that top tier that can play, that have the access to play box office ball with us. I want you to have several opportunities to learn how this is going to go because it is completely new. Consider this a concise teaser as to the new vibe of box office ball. The first it's a big new thing, game. Whereas like the it's first, a new game. The first time we did box office ball together, it was basketball. This is slam ball now. This is slam ball now. We got trampolines. Very good. Um, more chance for injury. High, high risk. Uh, also, I, I'm going to just reward. say a, I don't think it'll be premature because of the rise of Gru. Doge, who was in first and felt that sweet, sweet taste of victory for the first time, got bumped down mm. to fifth. Mm-hmm. Hey, fifth. let me just say how unbelievably poetic that yeah. it's minions yeah. That killed me. Yeah. You got baboid, bro. You got straight baboid down to fifth place. <laughs> I do believe it's gonna go to Shelly. Shout out to Shelly. That's the that's the that username. Shelly, is it Shelly Nor or is it just Shelly on this? Shelly Nor. Shelly, oh, Shelly Nor. Nor. You know what? I hate minions. And they beat you. Dude, and you they, know what? They, they beat would, all of you us. You know what they would say to that? 
banana. Banana, dude. Bro, banana. <laughs> it was a ba- dude, it was bro, bananas. you don't understand. They say banana. It's so funny, bro. Banana, they also like bro. nobody cares who has them trying to like sponsor their product or like everyone's like, it's fine. I understand yeah, Liberty Mutual. You can have them. We can have them over here for our cereal too. Anyways, Minions win. Season three, one of the biggest things about season three is Siminion Toast Crunch. Why have they not done Siminion that? Toast Crunch. Siminion Toast Crunch. Why has that not happened? <laughs> it's fun to say. It is. Uh, Doge, can you say it before we move on? Um, no. Okay. Actually, I can't. <laughs> it is not. It's about the money, but it's not about the money anymore. You cannot win with a massive purse of $3.5 million. What we're doing now is you can only have, you can maximize at 50 points for an entire season. The series starts August 1 and ends at the end of December. So we go a month-by-month basis. There is no longer a draft, which is a huge thing. That's why I say an infinite amount of people can be playing box office ball so for season not three. not a draft anymore. There is an anonymous lock-in before the beginning of the next month. You can lock in really at any time, but I think that's a little risky to call your shot like that. Here's the thing. The reason that it makes it a little bit more dynamic is maybe if you had drafted in the past someone involved, well, maybe you didn't have anyone involved with Top Gun Maverick. Now you get to say, you know what? I might not have had them for the month of August. I'm going to go in there and sweep up September because I think I'll get some points there. Here's how you get your points. We're not worldwide anymore. So we can't have these releases that are only in... Uh, China, which is huge though. That's so fun. Yeah. We had some really, really clever players. It didn't necessarily pay off in the end end, but they, they didn't nabbed, have minions, I guess. Because you didn't have minions. Um, but what we're going to do is go domestic because domestic statistically has a lot more stuff that we can follow. There's a top 10 every month domestically on highest grossing. Now, obviously there's like a top 100 or however in movies that are being released that month. But if you make it in the top 10, you get to lock in points. So if you had the 10th highest grossing movie of that month, you only get one point. Because if you had the most, yeah, you would you get, get 10. 10. So it's Taskmaster here's some of the rules. strategy. It's some Taskmaster <laughs> rules. Here's some of the strategy though, is like, listen, if you feel like you've already exasperated, you've already used that high grossing movie, it doesn't let you, if you use a movie once, you can't use it again. So you're trying to catch it at its hottest point. So what if you have a mid-month release? I don't know. Do you feel like it's going to gain more momentum in the entirety of a month being in theaters or that first two weeks? Because the first two weeks are pretty massive. Opening weekend box office kind of lets you know what's going to happen with that movie. So it gets tricky because you could try and get somebody who's in two different movies. So maybe you can get as you can get more than 10 points in a month. Does that make sense? So if somebody had the third highest release. And the fourth highest release, all of a sudden now, you have 13 points that you got out of that month. So 50 isn't necessarily the max. Uh, Is there anything else that's worth explaining right now that you feel like was a big point to that? It's an anonymous lock-in. So you can have, you. so Jordan and Doge could both get uh, Zoe Saldana for Avatar 2, right? That's totally fine. That just means neither of them can use her again. And neither of them can use Avatar again. Right. Right, and so the another big thing is I am not going to participate this year. I won't be a team member because I think it would be unfair for me to get all of these anonymous names and then do my strategy based off of what you guys do. Yeah. So that's not what I'm going to do. Yeah. Which actually gives me a lot more bandwidth to be in control of putting in those points and updating that. The best Excellent. thing about box office ball season three is it's highly dynamic. Uh, what we used to do is just draft and sit on it and just hope 
fun things happen. Now you get to be a little bit more strategic. If you've got to shoot your shot and go for a movie that you think will make more money and you think other people don't feel the same, you just shoot your shot and hope that you get more points that month. Cool? You all excited? I love it. I'm so pumped. Doja's back for revenge. I'm ready. Yeah. And Jordan, Jordan's, I feel like Jordan's just got the energy. He's just going to, he's going to come out and win and never lose again. That's what it as feels long like. As, like. as long as we still get to name our teams. Yeah, absolutely. You can name your teams. Yeah. You can inherit the teams of, uh, the names of old. Mm. Yeah. You're welcome to do that too. Uh, like our forefathers so. would have wanted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like a I think you have to go back to like authorial intent. Like what did they mean when they wrote down the name of the box mm-hmm. office ball team? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to end today's episode, I want to mix in a teaser for our next series, if that's okay with y'all. Sure. Love it. Via the avenue of Synops Us. Excellent. Synops Us. It's been a while since we've played this. So if you need a refresher, Synops Us is just really, it's about family. It's sure. about working together. Yeah. You, can't, you can't have one without the other. You can't survive without both. And so Doge and Jordan will play this together and do a word for word, bouncing back and forth like a pickleball match. My life is pickleball right now. And yeah. I'm cool with it. My knees pickle, hurt pickle real guy. bad. I'm realizing the true extent as to what my 33-year-old body can do anymore. It's fun and it's not. Yeah. Um, but they're going to bounce back and forth and try and create a synopsis that is closest to the IMDb top synopsis. Synopsis. No, that sounds like a disease. The, the top synopsis. Yeah. On IMDb. Are you all ready? Yeah. Love it. Our next series, here's the announcement. Actually, do we want the Chunkies to kind of what, see what the theme is? Yeah, let's, and then let's I announce not say the what the series is. Okay, so I think first, let's not even say what it is. Let's say what it is tomorrow. And we just got some movies that we're synopsising today. Okay, perfect. The first movie I have for you is Snowpiercer. Mm. We need to get that synopsis for Snowpiercer. Fun way that we jump into this, though, is I'm going to give you, I give you guys how many uh like proper names we got in here? Yeah, we get to guess. And do you use, and you say how many capitalized nouns or how many names? Uh, let's do capitalized nouns. Uh, one. I think we're supposed to guess. Yeah, we guess. We usually guess. And then that lets us know who goes first. Uh, goes I was first counting first you down. Time. Three, two, go. one. Okay, guess. Great. I'm going to guess one. Great. I'm going to guess uh, two. <laughs> it's one. Jordan got okay. that one. Okay. So yeah. it is cool. one. Dang it. I got me again. I think, I think the only proper name is Snowpiercer. <laughs> Jordan, you start us off. Is that who Chris Evans plays? Mm-hmm. Okay. While the globe is freezing passengers aboard the snow piercer and it is just one sentence struggle through the cars to man we're not on the same wavelength today no, we're not. Fight against their oppressors. Yeah, that'll work. Period. It was really trying to steer us towards like class warfare or something. I don't know. I mm-hmm. couldn't figure it out. I was going to say struggle against the bonds of their oppressors. Oh, nice. So. Oh, I yeah. think it's going to sound better than y'all think it is. I, I don't better? think he's who you think he is. 
While the globe is freezing, passengers aboard the Snowpiercer struggle through the cars to fight against their oppressors. It's actually not bad. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Our actual written, synopsis. It's written at about a fourth grade level, sure. but it's okay. Our actual synopsis. Oppressors? Maybe. Mm. Our actual synopsis is, in a future where a failed climate change. Okay, we feel pretty. You said the world was freezing. In a future. One man. In a future where a failed climate change experiment has killed all life except for the survivors who boarded the Snowpiercer, parentheses, a train that travels around the globe. Oh, so it's a run-on sentence. A new <laughs> class system emerges. That's not bad, actually. Y'all were, that's the, honestly one of the closest Yeah, y'all have ever been. Yeah. The next movie is Bullet Train. Considering the new it's not coming out, up. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But let's give it a shot. That makes the game fun, though. Bullet train. How many of them capitally out? Zero. I was going to say zero, so I'll say one. It is zero. Doge, start us off. An assassin boards a... Bullet train for a final showdown. Did I hear a period there? Period. Oh, okay. An assassin boards a bullet train for a final showdown. I think they're keep it, They're going to keep it I, under wraps. I was prepared to go much longer on that, but you know, be, you know, you know, finish it yourself. No, 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 no. Give us the director's cut no, 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 of that no, no, synopsis. No, 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 no. The actual synopsis: Five assassins, dang it, oh. aboard a fast aboard moving five bullet train. trains. Five <laughs> assassins five showdowns. <laughs> five assassins aboard a fast moving bullet train find out their missions have something in common: love. I'm even more in on this movie man, after hearing so the official fun. synopsis. It looks like so much fun. I, it looks like a blast. And the, man, and the cast is just... When a cast, you would never have pictured all of them together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then you see the trailer and you're like, huh. Look, yeah, if you I'm give me excited. Brad Pitt, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and... Uh, oh, I can't think of his name. Paperboy from Atlanta. Brian Tyree you know, Henry. Brian Tyree Henry in one movie. Yeah. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And is... Isn't it Sandy? Isn't Sandy in this? Sandy. One? Sandy I'm a big bullies Sandy in it head, too. Yeah. You know? Sandy bullies in there. She was supposed to be a part of my box office ball. That's like the only movie that was moved back. Mm. Whatever. You got the Lost City though, huh? Yeah. She was in that for you. Emphasis on the Lost. <laughs> Train to Busan. Yep. Train to Busan. How many capitalized nouns in here? You know, I hope it's only one. It's one. I'm going to go zero just to mix it up. Four. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Who said one? That would be your boy. I've your boy. never, I've never seen this movie. I've also never seen this movie. We're, hey, can, let's, a gentleman's agreement. We know there's four. I, we can only include one yeah. in this synopsis. No, there's, I'm not, okay, I'm not just going to Can I help you though? What names? if it's, uh, it's all location? That doesn't help. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know my geography. Okay. You know? So it would be like, I mean, I think here's the four ready. South Korea, Seoul, Busan. Sure. Yeah. Let's go for it. 
Doge, start us off. Survivors. Aboard a train travel from Seoul, South Korea to Busan while escaping and thriving. <laughs> sure. <laughs> against, against, against. A horde of zombies. Zombie. <laughs> it was thriving and what? Surviving and thriving, I believe, is what yeah. it was. No. Surviv- no. What was the first word? Ah, How do you got to be better? You got one thing to do during this game. It was like a real sentence. I felt like I was in court. Yeah. <laughs> St- stenograph. Stenograph me. Escaping. Captain? Was it escaping and thriving? Yeah, I was going for fighting there, by the way. Because mm. I think escaping they are less escaping thriving. and more fighting. I think they're loving it. I think Against. they're thriving. They're living their best life support <laughs> this trip. Against a what? Horde? Horde? Mm-hmm. A horde. A horde of zombies. A zombies. Horde of zombies. Against a horde of zombies. They are all 50 years out. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Survivors aboard a train travel from Seoul, South Korea to Busan while escaping and thriving yeah, against a horde it. of zombies. It's like really rejuvenating yeah. for them. It's like, uh, Yay! Uh. While a zombie virus breaks out in South Korea, bump, passengers bump. struggle to survive on the train from Seoul to Busan. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! Phenomena. That was it's, a it's, good synopsis, it's baby. The geography boys. Phenomenal. And if you can tell, the theme for our next series is stay at home dads. Uh, it'll be revealed tomorrow. Um, We're watching to, Mr. Mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to end today's episode, I want you to put a uh, movie assassin. So one yeah. that we've experienced before that you think would would hold their own the best on the bullet train. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Can we take Wick off the table just cuz like obviously no Wick. putting sure. John Wick in this is like putting Batman in a superhero fight. Yeah. Like, with enough preparation John Wick like, could beat point? every assassin. Yeah. With yeah. enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh ooh. do they have to be called an assassin? They have to be called an assassin in their no. movie world. You made it up. So you said it's your rules. Your game. I'm Carter. Boba Fett. Oh, fun. Yeah. Where he's like, I love, and he'll be like, I intend to assassinate with respect. <laughs> with respect. <laughs> assassinate. Assassinate. Jabba assassinated with hate. <laughs> That's very good. That is very good. <laughs> I'm thinking. Mm. Aren't we all? Uh, not always. I'm Doge, and... Uh, Liam Neeson's is uh yes. Uh, you pick, Say you Le- choose. That's fine. You choose. Either it's Tuken, just Liam Neeson. Either Tuken or Raish Al Ghul cuz Raish is an actual assassin. Yeah. Uh but he's basically an assassin. I would I would argue that his character they all have a is the complete opposite of an assassin. Whatever the anti whatever an anti uh, anti-assassin like a protector. He's an unsassin. Yeah. He unsassinates Nunsassin. people. What an awful. <laughs> hey, delete that. Let's make that movie. Yeah. Yes, Nun assassin. Right. N U N. Looks like someone's back in the habit of murder. 
of assassinating people. <laughs> yeah, mine is also not a traditional assassin, although I think if you we'll- loved doubt and the sound of music. <laughs> From the creators of Sister Act and No Country for Old Men. <laughs> Father, forgive me. For There's the I one have person we don't know who's been working with the Coens. <laughs> I did. A, I did Sister. Or unless that's a Sister Act. Yeah. So my answer, uh, not not also not a traditional assassin, but I think we'll all agree uh, this person should be on this train. It's Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. Oof. Yeah. Does he have his little his little cow killer? Dude, that's the sure thing he does. is that I think people get so hung up on that cow killer that they don't realize he he could probably just do it with anything he finds. Yeah. But yeah, Cows he are definitely easy to has kill. the cow killer. The first time I saw that movie, I fully anticipated him killing someone with that quarter he kept flipping. Yeah. yeah. Just like like bullseye, just like it. just throw it through somebody's head. Just make a choke it, on and it. And then just like headbutts it. Yeah, like it, fall, like it falls out of like it falls out of a spaceship and goes through somebody's eye. In that Ben Affleck movie, <laughs> doesn't doesn't Colin Farrell's bullseye make somebody choke to death on a plane with a peanut? Am I thinking? I think so. Am I incorrect? I think that? you're right. I think I remember that. Good lord, movies, man. It's crazy. Movies. movies. <laughs> they could. They could transport. That's us. our go-to if we don't. If we movies, man. didn't have a good end, we're like, hey, movies, movies, man. man. Dude, what about movies? That's crazy. Right, about I'm stopping my recording. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.